Hi, this is Anna, and this is Check It at the Round Table, where we discuss movies, books, music, and stuff. Today, we are discussing how you can connect with us on social media, and also how you can support us. We are reachable at this lovely podcast on various platforms. We also have several YouTube channels: The Hand Network, Check It Round Table, and also the Asian Drama Club. I will drop the links in the description so you can check those out. You can also reach us online at our website. That's onacar.com. That's O-N-N-A-C-A-R-R.com. You can support us through either PayPal or Venmo. Our PayPal email address is roses r o s e s out of the snow o u t o f s n o w at gmail dot com, and you can support us also on Venmo. The the connection for that is at on a car, and that's uppercase O and uppercase C, and it's O N N A C A R R. The last four to verify are one one four three. Thank you so much for listening. Talk to you soon. Bye. Hi, this is Anna, and this is Check It at the Round Table, where we discuss movies, books, music, and stuff. Today we are discussing ghosts and unrealistic profiles, dating apps. Anyway. I was thinking recently, and I'm going. You know, I have decided to try dating apps again, not because I like dating or dating apps, but because I'm like, you know, my life is really good, and I'm like the mountains, the tea. It's awesome. Maybe somebody would like to share this. Maybe not. And honestly, I'm kind of to the point where it's like I really don't care. But in case, there you go. But anyway, I was thinking recently, and I also was doing some googling because I I am finding that this time around, like two years ago, I tried dating apps. It was a total dive bomb. By the end of it, I was pretty hacked at the world about dating, not because of the dating apps themselves, but because of the humanoid I had met on the dating app. And I was like, you know, if people would just be honest on their profiles, it would save us a lot of time. But moving on. I have gotten over that, as you can tell from that rant. <laughs> But anyway, the thing that I'm finding interesting about the dating apps now is I'm like, you know, I'm kind of looking at it as an experiment in humanity, because I had a friend who earlier this year told me, you know, Anna, I like dating apps, but not for dating people.、I'm、like that's a really weird thing to say. So and so she's like, well, I find it an excellent way. To find out what people are actually thinking, or what they are purporting to think, and I was like, you know, I never thought of dating apps as an experiment in social mechanics, so to speak. But I have to say, they did get me thinking, and I'm like, you know, if there's one thing I have learned in the last few weeks, it's that I really didn't know a lot about people in my age group, and now I do, and I'm. I'm not really sure if that's a good thing or a bad thing, or an observo thing. It's kind of like when I first watched a couple episodes of The New Girl on Netflix, I went, I really don't want to think about that as being emblematic of my entire generation. No offense to The New Girl, there were some funny parts in it, but I'm like, I don't. None of my friends 
behave that way socially or in their relationships. And it just was very confusing and complicated. So anyway, that's what I got out of the new girl. But moving on from that, the thing I think is funny about the dating apps is I was talking with my best friend two years ago. He's like, you know, Anna, I really wish I could see what you're seeing on the dating apps because I'd like to know what other guys are posting. I'm like, honestly, Mr. R, you're not missing much. And the truth is, I still stand by that because what I'm finding funny is I'm like, does anybody really think about what they put up for their profile? I mean, no offense. Now, with women, I would think they are more engaged, so to speak, in their profile. Not trying to be bad to men versus women, because I'm usually very gender neutral on this subject. But I really do not think women would write the profile the same way the guys are writing the profiles. I'm almost tempted to make a fake guy profile so I can see what on earth women are, and if they really are making profiles similar to the guys, because I'm like, that would be interesting. But I'm not doing that. But I'm just saying, in theory, it would be interesting. But what I find interesting about the dating apps is 80% to 90% of the dating app people that are on there, I'm like, okay, Cupid, I know you use algorithms, but do you really, really think I would even be 90% similar in match to this person who is no offense? Like, usually the guys are like, I go to the gym every day. I love the gym. I want to, you know, climb Mount Everest. I'm like, you know, I don't mean it bad. But I'm like, I know several guys in their 30s and I'm going, they go to the gym maybe two, three times a week. But I can honestly say I've never heard any of my guy friends or guy acquaintances say, I love going to the gym. I'm like, I'm sitting there going, I really have a hard time believing that everyone on their profile that's saying, I love to go to the gym, actually goes to the gym. And I would be much more liking a person if they were honestly, tonight I ran across a profile and I'm like, finally, after several weeks, OkCupid okay finally posted a profile. I'm like, I really find it highly doubtful that I will date anyone on OkCupid. Okay but if I was going to date someone, like, this person has a good sense of humor because they're like, you know, I don't go to the gym. I like being at home way more than the gym. And I'm not like super fit. I'm not unhealthy, but I really just want to be entirely honest and say, I'm not going to, you know, want to go climb Annapurna. I'm like, you know, why can't everyone be like that? Because I'm like, no offense, but I'm going, I would much more appreciate a profile that was honest than one that has like someone with a yacht behind them or, you know, at the gym, maybe what they went to like once that month. I'm like, no offense, but I'm going, you know, no one's life is completely Instagrammable. And I think it's a little wrong to purport yourself as Instagrammable. I'm like, for my pictures, I can honestly say there are none at the gym. I think, you know, I did a couple of me in my home office because I'm like, that's where I spend my time, you know, with my my coffee and my computer and that's me. So, I mean, no offense, I'm like, I'm going to, you know, post a picture that's real because I'm like, I'm going, 
I don't mean it weird, but really, honestly. And then I was sitting there, I was talking to one of my friends because I'm like, I did meet a couple of people on Hinge. We were chatting and I'm like, no offense, but I'm going, I, I don't write pervy chats. I mean, if I'm going to talk to someone, it's probably going to be about science or something interesting in sci-fi or Lord of the Rings or The Hobbit. So I'm like, even if I was romantically inclined in dating someone, we wouldn't be sharing pervy texts because I don't do pervy texts. So I'm like, you know, that kind of cuts out probably 95% of all humanoids that are on dating apps. I don't know. Because the thing I've noticed is like, I've met a couple of people who are very interesting. We have great discussions about science or physics or Star Trek, for example. And then it's like, we're chatting along. It seems to be going well. And then silence. And I'm like, that's odd. And I'm going, oh, they probably want somebody who writes very. But I will say, on Hinge, I found it very interesting that 91% of people who have used Hinge have been ghosted. So I'm like, at least I'm not alone. I mean, there's 8% that haven't, but anyway. And I don't ghost people myself because I think that's rude. Now, I have had a couple of people that sent me some somewhat disturbing replies, and I just decided not to respond because I'm like, that's not ghosting, that's just... My answer is silence because I really don't have a good response to that message. So I'm like, uh, no, block. Make sure I go as far away from that person as possible. I'm like, I don't know. But that's not because I'm trying to, you know, ghost them. That's just because they gave me a reply that I really didn't know where to go with that one. So anyway, but I can honestly say I've only done that a couple of times and I had a really good reason. So I was like, okay. This is not going to work. This is not even something where I'm like, you know, I've met a couple people who we are friends, even though we met on a dating app, because I'm like, we really enjoy talking to each other, but we don't really want to date one another. I'm like, no offense to them, no offense to me. It's just, I'm like, great conversationalist, but not necessarily wanting to date. But my point is, is I think, you know, honesty is important in relationships. And I don't know, like most people listening to this podcast are in their late teens to early 20s, are in their mid 30s to early to mid 30s. That's our main demographic for this podcast. But I'm sure that all of you have probably been on a dating app way more than I have. But the thing that I think is interesting is I'm like, I really don't think everyone is that much into exercise or climbing Antipurna or like one person even posted, I've been to Everest. I'm like, really? There's a very small amount of people on the planet who've really been to Everest. And if you're going to put something in your bio that would be slightly attractive to me, it would not be climbing Everest. It would be something like, I like helping kids in orphanages so that they have a better life. I'm like, that I could see being interesting. That I might message them, but then I would be saying they're going, are they using the kids as bait? Because that's not fair either. So, I mean, you know, it kind of depends on the motivation. And I think most people do not overthink this quite as much as I do, because it's like swipe left, swipe right. I'm like, I don't do that. I actually read the bios. Now, I will say, if I see someone who I'm going hookups, I can spot them a mile away. It's like, I don't know, kitties not wearing a shirt 
holding a puppy, probably into hookups, or holding a small child that's their niece or nephew, probably again into hookups. I don't know why they think holding a child or holding kitties or holding a puppy would make them more attractive for a hookup because I mean, the whole point of a hookup has nothing to do with kitties or dogs or children or commitment of any sort. The ones I find interesting is I'm like, the ones who say hookups and then put, I am looking for a lasting relationship. I'm going, then you really don't understand the point of hookups, do you? I'm like, no offense, I'm just like, do they think about their profiles? I mean, really, I could go into a business where I help people improve their profiles, but that would be kind of a tiring job for me. I'm like, you know, don't take a picture by the urinal. That, that would help. <laughs> I'm like, you know, that would, that would really probably boost your views and your likes. I don't know. And like the thing I find interesting is I'm going, I was on OkCupid. Okay I've gotten like, I don't know how many hundreds of likes. And I'm like, does anyone even read my profile? Because I've gotten some messages there that I'm like, if you read my profile, you would not have messaged me with that proposition ever in any universe, in any place. So that is my rant on profiles and how I really don't think that they show who people really are. Although I will have to say the one today from the person who was a Cupid match, I was like, you finally have someone in the match file that is so like me, it's scary, which probably means it would not be a good idea to date them. But I'm like, it is nice to know that there is one other humanoid that is like me and going, I'm going to be honest, I don't go to the gym. If the gym is really important to you, ladies, look elsewhere. Or, you know, I do exercise, but it's not going to be, you know, Annapurna. And I'm going, yeah. Now, I will say, yesterday, I went on a two-hour hike because my blue dot and Google's line did not intersect. I'm like... You know, I'm trying to meet in the middle with Google Maps, and for some reason I'm here, and it's here, and I'm like, you know, someday Google Maps and I will find inner peace together. I'm not really sure when, and I've kind of gotten to the point where I'm like, you know, as long as I'm in the same town <laughs> as Google Maps, I can get a taxi to get from point A to B. I will say yesterday, Google Maps said that my walk would be 25 minutes to the beach. I was like, okay, I go down this road, I turn right, I turn left. This should be seamless. An hour and four minutes later, <laughs> after turning left, turning right, having Google tell me to go down this road and then come back again. I was like, you know, I hardly ever have bad words come into my mind. It's just not something that occurs very much because I grew up in a house where everyone used expletives. And because of that, it's like, I never hardly ever turn the sky blue. I think maybe once or twice in my entire life. But sometimes I think a bad word and I'm like, Google? <laughs> You're making me think that bad word. And it's not the bad words like most people use. But I'm just like, I decided to come back around to go to the 7-Eleven to get 
a nice coffee with lots of caffeine to get an ice water to go and set for a bit while Google recalibrated and find out that I had forgotten to bring my steroid inhaler in my bag, even though I thought I packed it. So I sat there and I was like, you know, I don't have the inhaler with the extra air, but oxygen is in water. So I'm going to drink the water and hope that helps my breathing problem that I have because I got stressed and was walking. And yeah, and I'm like, then it got me thinking, I'm going, why do we drown in water? I mean, water has oxygen. We need oxygen in our lungs, but if we get too much water in our lungs, we die. And I'm sitting there going, you know, I got to Google that when I get home because I do not know the answer to that question. I should. So I was sitting there on the road, drinking my coffee, drinking my water, sitting there going, put the inhaler in the bag when you get home, which I did. And I'm like, you know, inner peace, inner peace. I then went down the road some more. I found the ocean. I was like, you're big. I didn't miss you. <laughs> and the mountain beside, I was like, well, there's the mountain. Hi mountain, hi ocean. Okay, how in the world did Google have me go that way when I was supposed to go this way? And anyway, so next time I will know exactly which roads to take and where to turn left and where to turn right. And I'm not going to rely on Google because now I know the way. I'm like, you know, if I get there once or twice, I can usually get back. But anyway, I think it's kind of the same with, with the profiles. It's like, you know, you can spot honesty, you can spot not honesty, but I'm like, you know, I just wish people would be more honest. I'm like, you know, the whole point of dating is to find special someone and it would be so much better to do that without you know making up these ridiculous statements on the profiles i mean no offense i'm like really seriously i, I mean i'm all for going to the gym i'm all for climbing mount everest if that's your thing but i don't think i put that at the top of my list of life skills when it comes to finding a soulmate i mean you know now being able to cook good ramen or being able to handle any plumbing issues that come your way. I can see those being good qualities. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure I would put those on my profile, but I'm just saying in the grand scheme of things, knowing how to handle plumbing issues and knowing how to cook good ramen, whether you're single or with someone, are very good qualities to have. And with that is my podcast on dating profiles and ghosting. Yes, <laughs> I get at the round table. Bye. Hi, this is Anna, and this is Check It at the Round Table, where we discuss movies, books, music, and stuff. Today, we are discussing how you can connect with us on social media and also how you can support us. We are reachable at this lovely podcast on various platforms. We also have several YouTube channels, The Hand Network, Check It Round Table, and also The Asian Drama Club. I will drop the links in the description so you can check those out. You can also reach us online at our website. That's onacar.com. That's O-N-N-A-C-A-R-R.com. 
You can support us through either PayPal or Venmo. Our PayPal email address is roses, R-O-S-E-S, out of the snow, O-U-T-O-F-S-N-O-W at gmail.com. And you can support us also on Venmo. The, the connection for that is at on a car, and that's uppercase O and uppercase C, and it's O-N-N-A-C-A-R-R. The last four to verify are 1143. Thank you so much for listening. Talk to you soon. Bye.